Is it all coming back to you now? Yes, I haven't done this in so long. I know. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them cooters out. Man Brain. Man Brain song. I'm still just Shit happens it. when you party naked. This is a controversial song. Shouldn't be. Shit happens no. when you party naked. Get them titties out. Fuck all them. Get them kitties out. Ooh, shots I fired. A, I think that's always my opinion. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. What's good, motherfuckers? This is Jason Almy. I'm the host of Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Welcome to the show, motherfuckers. I have a very, very extra <laughs> special guest. Today is a big fucking deal. This is a huge fucking episode right now. I have, joining us again for the first time in a long time, I have my recurring guest host, my erstwhile wife, Mm-hmm. Joining us today for a podcast, I can't fucking believe it, Christina motherfucking Almy. What's going on, baby girl? How you doing? <laughs> good morning. Yeah, good morning. Do you remember how this all works? You, it seems like it's coming back to you. It's coming right back. I remember. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's so, been a while. It has been a minute. Are we picking up that? I don't know. I was wondering, too. I, I did not hear that last night. That's why I'm thinking maybe it's the dickwad with the leaf blower out there. Not respecting the fact that we're trying to record a podcast. Is that a leaf blower? Yeah, it's something. It's a leaf blower or a lawnmower or something. Something with a little bit of an engine that he's <clears throat> pushing around like an asshole. I just wonder if all that will get picked up also. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't because I've got the noise gate on, so when we're, okay. not, when we're not talking, it should be fine, but I'm worried about that tinny sound when we're talking, that that's like... Is that better? <sighs> I think that's better. I think it is a little bit better. I don't better. hear it now. I think it's because the asshole stopped. I totally think it was him. Because it's not... I thought it might How be interference. He How do his own thing outside? On a Saturday morning, while uh, like normal people are trying to either sleep off their hangovers or record a podcast like us. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Anyway, so you were enjoying our uh, opening song for the first time in like a while. And um, I was telling you that that's not a super popular song with everyone. A lot of people do like it, but not everybody. I don't understand why anybody wouldn't like it. It still just baffles me. I just think it's it's so cool that somebody made it for yeah. our show. And I think it's very on brand. Yeah, it is on and brand. And I just don't get why, why anybody would have any issue with it. Yeah, I, I mean, love it. I think you it's know, perfect. I, I honestly, I think it goes good with the show too. And everybody will say like, it gets stuck in their head. It's like, you don't forget it. It's, it does what it's meant to do. Like the, the, um, the idea behind a theme song is like, you want something that's not like generic and forgettable. You want something that's not copyrighted. Cause mm-hmm. I can't just play Metallica or something because then I could get my podcast yanked down off of all of the apps. And I don't want that mm-hmm. for copyright infringement and shit. So it really, it kind of checks all of the boxes. And, mm-hmm. and when I was talking to Chris and Dutchie last night, they played a song for me and they actually wanted me to make that my new theme song. 
but it's a copyrighted song. It was released in 1981. I love them, but that's a little bit hard to hear. Why do you putting say a that? slight smudge on yeah. my love for both of them. I know. The, they, they're not mm. fans of the song, though. They're, they're probably my most prominent. Them and Adam Why? are the most. They don't like the song. No, they don't like the titties well, I mean, out. I mean, I question like Adam's and taste and... anyway, so <laughs> that kind of falls in line. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Questionable taste, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Adam. Just kidding, Adam. <laughs> No, but he does have a tattoo of a uh, tanuki, which is like a uh, squirrel rodent thing with like a very prodigious scrotum. He does? Yeah, he's got a tanuki. I'll see if he'll text me a pic of the tanuki. It's a tanuki is a Japanese like squirrel thing, and it it has a really humongous ball bag. I mean, it's just another way to say it. It's like half scrotum not like a real animal it's like sort of like a japanese is there some significance to him for that tattoo i'm not certain i think maybe just balls big i mean why wouldn't you want a a rodent with a humongous scrotum tattooed on your body forever (laughs) i mean that i'm kind of sorry he did it first or i would go do it this weekend (laughs) (laughs) i can't think of a reason why you would want to have that tattooed on your arm well, you when just you have a big dildo or something, big dildo is well. Maybe you can, I'll have that tattooed on, you know, around my bum or a big something. dildo on your bum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be. And I would love arrow. to. Yeah, I'd love to explain that to our children one day. Yeah, a dildo and an arrow. Dildo and an arrow, like yep, right down there. That's where it goes. Mm-hmm. In case you were wondering. So then there probably have to be two arrows, one to the butthole, one to the vagina. So you could do an arrow on the front and an arrow on the back. Yeah. You know, like one on the. Lower back area kind of pointing down and then one on the like mons pubis area pointing yeah. down. And maybe there could be like an asterisk next to it, like just follow the arrows. Yeah. You know, wherever you see an arrow. That's a lot of instructions. I would not want, mm-hmm. I would not want to be uh, fucking with anybody that didn't, like, if you need that level of instruction, mm. then probably you need to like go watch some videos. There's plenty of tutorials on the internet, pornhub.com. Has everything you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would probably feel like I would need to give instructions if I saw someone with a squirrel tattoo and big balls. So like, okay, you yeah. probably need the tutorial. Yeah, no, that so guy, that guy me. eats dirty yoga ass. <laughs> he does. Like, yoga instructor comes home. She's all sweaty. She did yeah. like two hot yoga classes, and he's like, "Don't even take a shower. I want to go down on. I want to go down that's there. That's gross. Yeah, let's let's see what you got going on. What you're brewing under there. You know what I mean? It's like, oof. yeah, he's a nasty man. Are we still talking about Adam? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're still talking about Adam. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, you know, but we're we're oh, we a, love you, Adam. We do, of course. I mean, if the guy got uh, the tanuki is a pretty, it's a cool looking tattoo. Mm. It's, I mean, it's it's balls. When you see the balls, you're like, wow, okay, those are giant balls. But it's like he's holding a pizza because you know Adam does, does pizza. pizza. Yeah, it's like his thing. Yeah, you so, have to ask him to send a picture. I'm curious now. I'll hit him up. He'll probably be awake in uh, a couple three, hours. Yeah, he um, no. Yeah, he sort of stays up till like four or five in the morning every day, and then he just sleeps. This is what you do if you make pizzas and you got um, squirrel balls tattooed on you. Holy fuck! Yeah, I would hate to purposefully stay up till four in the morning. I I As can't you know I did last night. <sighs> unpurposefully. Unpurposefully, you didn't. That's not mean really to. a word. 
unpurposefully. Yeah, is that yeah. a word? No, I, I didn't really is. roll off the tongue just now. Actually, I kind of, I kind of tripped over that a little bit, and uh, so I don't think it's a real word because uh, I don't because think it wasn't a smooth. Exactly, it was, yeah. it was awkward. It came out clunky, and I don't think it's a real word. That's as a result. definitely one of the rules to to words is if it's not easy to say. Must if I don't say it right, then it can't be a word. So I, instead yeah. of unpurposefully, not on purpose. Accidentally? Accidentally. What's the opposite of doing something purposefully? It's not accidentally because I didn't accidentally not sleep last night. You kind of did. It wasn't, on a, it wasn't an accident. I kind of was. I don't I mean, think, I don't think insomnia equates <laughs> no. to a fucking accident, yeah, bro. But you, but you meant to sleep. But you, you accidentally stayed no, awake. I hate, I hate that <laughs> adjective describing. No, do better. <laughs> do better. Do better. What's a better word? I, I think accidentally no, is perfect. You accidentally, no, you yeah, accidentally you stayed awake and for tell four me how much of an accident, night. how that feels. I wouldn't know. I think I'm done. You sleep like a perfect. Never mind. This is a five minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe you can shoot me with some breast milk next. <laughs> I wish I could. I you wish know, you could too. I, right about now, I bet you wish you could. I wish I'm, I, yeah. So I'm just over did, here belly laughing about your insomnia. Yeah, sorry. it's such a funny fucking I'm sorry. topic. It's not it's not unpurposefully. You meant your intention was now to I sleep. I want to check Google. There's got to be some way of describing it. It wasn't an accident, even okay. though I would kind of say it was accidental. No. Yeah, you, you accidentally would, stayed awake. Sleeps just fine. You, you accidentally stayed call awake. It accidental. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny to think about it like no, that. No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> Your response is even funnier too. I love it. Um, what? Um, <laughs> I I mean, because it's like I I was you know insomnia is a not a choice and. No, it's not. You no one chooses struggle. insomnia. And then, you know, you're awake for the whole time. So I guess Of course, I didn't think feels... anybody would choose to have a Bro. scrotum tattooed on them either, but that's no one chooses true. insomnia. That's true. That's true. Because um, then you're awake for like, you know, minutes to hours. That's where I guess it feels like it outgrows the accidental. Yeah. Because you're what you're just... Fucking up and having an you accident keep fucking up, for four like hours, minute after minute. Yeah, for yeah. four whole hours, you kept fucking up. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at an accident. You could look at it as like I accidentally dropped my keys and now I have to bend over and pick them up, and it's just like this really brief momentary thing. And I think that's how I look at an yeah. accident. It's more of a shorter. Occurrence. But I think an accident could be pretty long, like eighteen years. <laughs> I mean, depending on what kind of accident we're talking about. <laughs> Sounds like a baby. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Evelyn, not talking about you. Evelyn, no. We meant to have you. We tried to have you. We meant to have you. We were overjoyed when you were when you arrived. So, man, we had a lot of episodes. We're talking, talking about, about Evelyn. Gavin, Evelyn. We're talking about your cousin Gavin. We're not talking about <laughs> you, Evelyn. Specifically, we're talking about your cousin Gavin, who was not at all a mistake, but he was an accident. Yeah. That's sort of like the thing is like kids are like, was I a mistake? No, you weren't. You were just an accident. You were unexpected. You were a surprise. But yeah. But Christmas morning is a surprise. That's nice. Surprises are good. Mm-hmm. That's a good, you know, distinction or Yeah, I think it is a good distinction. Because mistake implies regret. Accident is like a ha- it could be a happy accident. Like I dropped my keys and then when I bent over to pick them up, I missed the thing that would have like hit me in the head or whatever because it's like a Chris Farley movie and you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, an accident could work out to your benefit. Mm-hmm. Like I accidentally stayed awake from 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. last night 
But But see, and to me, that would be I had like some choice, you know, like I was choosing. I don't know. Accent just seems to be like more I did something to, you know what I mean? Like I did something and whoops, I didn't mean to do that, you know, with an accident. Like insomnia just feels like it's not something I'm doing. It's just something that Mm -hmm. fucking happens. Unwillfully. I see. So the the objection to me describing your insomnia as accidentally not falling asleep is because you don't feel, you feel like an accident you might be culpable of. Like if I accidentally dropped the keys, that's my fault. I dropped the keys. Yes. I was the butterfingers. But you're, you're, but by describing your insomnia as accidental, it almost seems to imply that like you did something wrong. When in fact you didn't, you just didn't fall asleep. I mean, maybe, I mean, not maybe. So, like, we couldn't call I mean, it an if we accident. Boil it down. Maybe that's what the objection is. I, okay, so we're we're it's on the table at least. We don't have to maybe we don't have to marry that that uh, explanation, but it's it's reasonable hypothesis. So it would be an accident though if you happen to have a double shot of espresso in a uh, iced macchiato some hours before attempting to sleep, right? Are you saying, Jason? I think I'm saying that you had a double shot of espresso <laughs> yesterday afternoon. <laughs> I think that's uh, actually what I'm saying. Yeah. We had it at like 12 o'clock. <laughs> okay, we did have and it And the at odds of that being the cause of me okay. being awake between 1 and 4. Okay, yeah. We did have it about... I think is unlikely. We had it about 12 hours before your bout of insomnia. The half-life of caffeine is 6 hours, so... The double shot would be one shot at uh, 6 p.m. And then the one shot would be a half shot worth of caffeine by uh, midnight. So you're you're right. It probably wasn't keeping you awake. You're looking at me weird. Did I explain half-lives incorrectly? Well, I don't know that they're... Do you think they're extended like that? So you have two shots. And so I would, I would imagine your body's able to metabolize metabolize them at the same time versus yes. it being a compound and yeah, extending the half-life. I think the half-life is every, like if the half-life is six hours, then that means oh, half of it is left at yeah. six hours. So yeah, like if I have 200, then at six hours, I'm at 100. And then six hours later, I'm at 50. And then six hours later, I'm at 25. Isn't that how half-lives work? Yeah, I think so. I think so too, but I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, and I'm not sure how long. I'm not even a high school graduate. Huh. I don't know how long caffeine really affects. I mean, I'm sure if if like myself having issues with insomnia, I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm probably a little more sensitive to it. Yeah, which is why we're drinking part decaf right now. Yeah, but like I fall asleep and then. Yeah. And then I can't. I don't, for the record, I don't think it's the caffeine because like you said, you do fall asleep. If you fall asleep at 10 p.m. and you're asleep from 10 p.m. till 1 a.m., then obviously it's not the caffeine impeding you because you just got three hours of sleep before you wake up and stare at the ceiling accidentally for three hours. We'll just go with that. I mean, I want to find another word for it besides unpurposefully because I don't think, I think we're making that up. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess so unpurposefully too. is fine. Unpurposefully. it's. I'm going of, to type it in. Are you going to Google it? Are you going to search for it? Unpurpose. <clears throat> no, I type it into a text. Oops. And they definitely do not agree that it's a word. 
Oops, what? Uh, oops, that you typed it into a text. I'm going to look up the thesaurus for on purpose, and I'm going to look up antonyms. Well, on purposeful. Oh, the dictionary says on purposeful is a word. No. Yeah. Oh, this says unintentional. Unintentional. That's, that's, I think, a better word. Unintentional. You unintentionally stayed awake from 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Uh, synonyms, accidental. <laughs> I feel vindicated. <laughs> Thank you, baby Jesus, for looking out for me, getting my back on that one. Thank you, Miriam. Webster Dictionary. I'm glad that Miriam Webster is uh, not just a dictionary, but it's also like a marriage counselor. It's settling <laughs> this argument between between us, uh, which is a beautiful thing. Get off my lawn. <sighs> well, that so, was a quick rant. Yeah, that was. We got into that one pretty quick. Um, it's over so soon, like everything else. <laughs> <sighs> so we moved. We did move. We moved. That's been a pretty hot topic lately. Yeah, didn't we just finish our second week? So we've been here now for two weeks. Yeah, yesterday was two weeks. Yep. Which I can't believe it went so fast. I mean, I can't believe the first two weeks has gone by so quickly. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. And we're still not unpacked fully, but we're doing no. we're doing pretty good. No. And I thought this week was going to be the week. And we've made progress, no doubt. I mean, even even in this room, I'm looking around and I'm seeing all of the things that we've unpacked and and put away. And I, I still there's boxes boxes in the garage stacked up. There's it's crazy. We've got shit mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, we do have shit everywhere, but it's definitely it's looking better. It's yeah. and what I think is wonderful and probably part of it is we're moving into a bigger space. Yep. So it's like, how where do you? put everything and it's just to yeah. me unpacking takes a while just because you have to figure out a space yeah. and we need more kind of um like shelving units yeah. and that kind of stuff well, we have room for more space. shelving units yeah. now which is awesome yeah we I'm, I'm eyeing three separate shelving units i'm looking at shelving for the garage we're looking at shelving for the kitchen there for like evelyn's kind of like you said arts mm-hmm. and crafts stuff mm-hmm. that'll be a smaller shelf but then i'm also looking at shelving for the attic space too so that we can have, like, we can actually organize our shit, which is going to be great too. Because mm-hmm. it sucks looking for Halloween decorations or Christmas decorations, and it's just like a jumble of shit. And yeah. I'm like looking everywhere, it's and I'm a not big ha- space. Yeah, this this is way better. We can like organize our shit a little bit better. And I want shelves just on the walls to like you know for decor and that kind of stuff. I used to joke at the old place when it's when it got like really cluttered and when I was getting frustrated by. It, I used to joke about like super gluing shit to the ceiling like get out like how can i fucking make more space i'm gonna staple shit to the ceiling yeah that apartment was frustrating you just wanted to put stuff up like i need like a loft or something where i can just fucking like because there was room above it was like there was no more room laterally like Mm -hmm. side to side i couldn't fit anything else in this goddamn room but but above me, there's space. So how can I get and it even to... technically there was space, but we weren't allowed to use that space. Oh, wow. Yeah. We had an attic on our floor, but yeah. for the longest time, we weren't allowed to use that I'm space. I'm allowed to use it. Yeah. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to even talk about... Man, I don't know. I, 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 man, I don't know. I haven't thought about it for like 24 hours and it's... It's, it's like, been in the uh, back of my mind. It's like a little thorn in my side. Uh, it wasn't annoying me. I, I kind of, I already feel done with them. Like if we get a check back uh, for part of that deposit, then I'll be happy. But otherwise, I'm just going to look at that as a bonus to mm. just being able to like not. 
not think because I, I actually I had part of this conversation with you, but I thought about this a lot, and I actually did want to talk about this on the podcast. I was going to save it for a solo episode, but actually you're here, and I could bounce this off for you because we started to have this combo. But like, I think one of the best things that you can do when you're pissed off at somebody, mm. the best thing you could do because you can. There, there's oftentimes the like uh, the confrontational sort of like fuck you, kiss my ass, I fucking hate you, I, you know, I hope you burn in hell. You, you can like tell somebody off, mm-hmm. but I think and and that I think maybe there's some satisfaction there. Like I don't know, people like to tell a boss to suck their dick or whatever. It feels good in the moment, but then sometimes you do regret it afterward. You're like, man, yeah. I I popped off and I, I shouldn't have because I'm an adult in his thirties and I shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like, or I should be setting a good example for my kids or so, you know what I mean? Like I think the be- the single best thing you can do is just, if someone doesn't exist to you, you know what I mean? Like if they're just not like, Oh, that person, huh, I haven't thought about them in like three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so-and-so man, I heard, I, I saw them the other day at the bar and they were talking mad shit about you, man. They still hate you. And you're like, who? That's mm-hmm. the best response. Cause like, no, even it's the best response if someone's like, they hate you, they're mad at you. Years later, they still think about you and they're like, man, fuck that person. It, they are holding on to this thing. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good for them. It's not like they enjoy holding this grudge or this this feeling, this angry feeling. But if you're completely absent of that, like you've forgotten them, that means you're not holding on to any negativity as a result of them. But they're holding on to negativity as a result of you that means they're the, the loser in that situation. It's the, be- the best thing, and I want to advise, I'm not just giving this advice to my wife, but anybody listening, if you have any beef with anybody in your life, don't fucking plan revenge. Don't think about how you're going to egg their house. You're going to TP them. You're going to slash their tires. Don't think about any of that shit. Put them out of your mind. Never think about that person again. Because if they take up any of your brain space, they win, right? They're already putting that negative feeling in your heart. I think that's just sometimes easier said than done. Like, oh, for sure. It's certainly impressive. Oh, for sure. But I definitely get that. Like just because I know if I'm feeling frustrated, because you know how I res- I respond. I'm a very reactive person. If if I'm feeling upset, no. it's just like, man, I need to just deal with this. I need to tell yeah. you how I'm feeling about it. And well, you have to get it off your chest. Yeah. You're you're very but, much like uh But if that person though is is not responding, holy fuck, yeah. does that not just kill me? And I'm yeah. just like it's See, that's it the just, move too. It just heightens my feeling. So I'm giving credit to what you're saying. It like just like Oh, it just aggravates me and actually even will trigger my anxiety because I'm like, yeah. fuck, you know, but. It becomes very one-sided, you know yes, what I mean? it becomes very one-sided. It's like how how awful would it feel like the unrequited love where it's like you just love this person, but they don't they don't reciprocate the feeling. It's the same way with a negative feeling. If someone hates you and you just got like, like they just don't exist in your world. You're like, who? Then it's like this unrequited feeling and they've been carrying this thing but for me the move is if somebody's pissed off at me and they're like texting me or whatever then my move is like i'm gonna totally ignore you i'm gonna do the jujitsu thing where you just kind of keep getting pissed 
I keep turning your energy. Like jujitsu, you use that person's like energy and momentum against them. You go with the flow and you wrap them up into a position that's like not advantageous for them, but you use all of their like oncoming momentum and force. It's that way with someone who's pissed. You can kind of keep them going. And if you stay cool and they don't see you getting pissed, it makes them more pissed. Because they're like, why am I so pissed? And this person's cool as a cucumber. And I'm like, dog, I'm fucking, I'm a whole ass cucumber over here. Mm -hmm. I'm cool as shit. The other side of the pillow ain't this cool. Yeah. No, I think it's really... I agree. I think that's the the best play. But it's, you said it's not it's not as easy it's as to, it's it's very difficult to implement. I think it takes practice. Like it takes what I yes. what I'm thinking, you know, like I'm trying to deal with all my fun emotions yeah. like post recovery and being sober now. It's like all of a sudden I have all these stupid emotions. Yeah. And stupid emotions. Stupid. I used and to just drink those away. I used to drink them away like crazy. And so now like facing them and like how do you deal with being uncomfortable, like being angry or whatever. And um, you know, having any type of negative vibe with someone always drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like I always gotta neutralize it, I call it. But I love I love this idea of just you know, trying to let it, just let it go. And, you know, we've said what we needed to say. And like you said, like the chips are going to fall and I don't want to have that negative feeling towards somebody. So I guess I could choose to just like, yeah, you know, it is what it is that that happened and we're just going to move on. Yeah. That's the key to it. Like you said, it's harder than... It's it's easier said than done. So like for me to tell anybody listening to just forget about your beefs and push that person out of your mind and completely wipe your brain of them, it's not easy because you start to fixate on something when you're when you're trying not to think about it. But what you have to do is make yourself busy. So my my thing is like keep moving forward. Whatever shit you want to get done, it has nothing to do with something negative a week ago or a year ago or a decade ago. Do the shit that makes you happy. Do the shit that betters your life. You know, pick up an extra shift. Uh, go take a class. Uh, hang out with your kids, with your parents, with your family. You know, do something for yourself. Create, draw something. Paint something. Create something, but move forward. Just keep keep your eyes ahead, and then you won't be focused on that person that pissed you off because they're in the past. So I think that is that's the best way, in my opinion, to like push someone out of your mind. Then just keep yourself busy by doing things for you that make you happy or that produce a, a positive impact for your life. And then you will eventually forget that person. And and it's it's a beautiful thing because if they don't forget you, if they're still pissed at you, if you're like your name comes up and they're like, man, fuck that guy. I hate that Jason guy's such a fucking prick. I love it because I'm like, oh, you talk, you still think about me. Mm-hmm. You still, I don't even remember your name, but you still think about me, you motherfucker. How do you like that shit? Um, and that that just, I mean, as a Buddhist, you're supposed to let stuff go. Like you're supposed to allow things to pass. Like you said, you got negative feelings and sometimes you do have to talk to somebody about them. Like I'm not discounting your approach, which is I feel a certain way. Let's have a mature, responsible adult conversation about it, especially about how we maybe can prevent it in the future and stuff. Like that's how you deal with relationships, right? I mean, that's the healthy way to well, the long, yeah the the relationships that are long term yeah. yeah yeah i agree there's a place for both of those yeah. but that's interesting cuz i was just like 
kind of reflecting on stuff and wanting to just that that was that was the approach I came up with too is to like just focus on now yeah present and it's a practice it's like not none of this stuff just can become a skill today yeah. but it's something that can you can build over time and I was yeah. just thinking what show are we on I feel like we just stumbled into a some type of um I don't know preach we're on shit happens when you party naked, but you know what? We, 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 we give advice sometimes too. It's not all horrible life decisions. Got deep. It's not all, it's not all going to jail for exposing ourselves to a school. <laughs> the school was closed anyway because of COVID. Like, what do you want from me? Like, there weren't any kids on that playground that I was, and I was, I mean, I wasn't exposing myself. I was, I had to poop. So I was behind the bushes. I wouldn't even, Technically, I wasn't even on school property, or at least I thought. Anyway, I, I think the the judge is going to be pretty lenient on that. Uh, I think we're we'll find out on Monday. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to tell everybody about that. Now everybody on the internet knows. Right. Jesus, you're welcome. So don't Google Jason Almy arrest record. All right, guys, please. Could you imagine though, on that note, stumbling upon a pile of human feces? I can imagine that. I was a Boy Scout. Fucking gross. We went Ew. camping in the we went camping in the woods, man. What do you What do you think? What we were okay? So, as a young man, I was a Boy Scout, and um, we would go camping every single month. We had a camp out, but those were weekend campouts because you know there's school and stuff like that. So we would go Friday evening. We would camp until Sunday. We'd break it down, and then we'd be back Sunday evening. So we could we didn't miss school or anything. But during the summertime, we had a week of summer camp. We had a week. And the nice thing is that they had like wooden boxes for us to shit in. They were like latrines, but it's basically a wooden toilet with like a pit underneath it. I mean, think of like a wooden porta potty without doors. Um, and that's kind of what we were dealing with. So you didn't have to dig a hole and just poop in a hole. Yeah. But um, it was still like it's camping. It's not. It's not. Uh, you're not staying at the Westin. You know what I mean? Like we're not in Vegas with a bidet. That'd be the hardest thing to me about camping. Yeah. And Lord, if I stumbled upon someone's someone's poop. Well, you shouldn't because so what what you should do if you are an experienced woods shitter, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take the shovel. There's a designated toilet shovel with you when you need to go use a restroom and you go out, you know, you get your privacy. Everyone likes their privacy to do their business. You go out with the shovel and your roll of, of toilet paper. Cause you're not wiping your ass with a leaf. That's a common misnomer that a lot of people think we don't wipe our ass with leaves in, in scouts, at least that my troop didn't. Uh, so you dig a hole with the shovel. The purpose of which is to cover then your uh, feces and toilet paper. So you can do your business. It doesn't have to be a big hole. You're not digging down the center of the earth or anything. You're not trying to shit on China from, from the U.S., um, but you know, you dig a little hole, you know, a couple of scoops out, and then you do your business over the hole. Wipe up, put that down. It's biodegradable, so it's all good. You're not you're not littering plastic that's going to kill the sea turtles. And then you know, you just cover cover the hole back up again. And you know, you try to do it out of the way. You don't do it like right on a trail where someone's going to be walking past. What if you like you could dig up somebody else's poop? I would think that, that would be happened? like. Uh, not that I know of. That's like a coincidence of all coincidences. That would be kind of weird. You would just think you would at some point. Maybe, but I think the thing is, uh, if it was like a recent poo, you would know because you can see that the earth had been kind of dug up and then reburied right there. Don't There's you like a little smell it. Uh, no, not really. Like you don't go near. Like you. That's the thing is like you're not shitting right outside your tent. I know. You're 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 walking a little ways, right? 
So you 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 walk a little ways into the woods, away from trails, away from um, the stream where someone might be like wading or fishing or something, and it, you know you do your business far enough away that that it's very unlikely anyone's going to come across. A, you don't want to be bothered while you're you know in the middle of the business. So like I want to no, be able to poop, and I don't want my my shithead thirteen year old friends throwing rocks at me while I'm trying to poop. Right? That's the main motivator there is to get away from people so that right. assholes don't fuck with you yeah. while you. Because we're all kids and we're all dudes and we're all we're all little shitheads. Yeah. And uh, so you know, no you gotta, pun intended. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. How did we even get talking about shitting? Oh, I made the joke about pooping oh, yes. near a school. Yeah, yes. I yes. made the joke about exposing myself, and that's but I was really pooping so. Yeah. I wasn't actually like exposing myself in a like a hey look at my dick kind of way, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and that was a joke anyway, and here we are talking about here pooping holes. Yeah. When I was younger, of driving age, we went through a drive-through with me and a couple friends, or maybe a friend, and um, she pulled down and mooned the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> people in drive-through. Could nice, you? <laughs> nice. That I think uh, would be a little weird for me because then it's like, as soon as you're done mooning, you're like, oh, here's my credit card. Thanks for the muffin. You know what I mean? It's I don't like, think we bought anything. Okay. All right. I was going to say it's a little, it would be a little awkward <laughs> after that. maybe they did it on the way. If we did, they mooned on the way out. Yeah. Could you imagine though being in the drive-through now that I'm older? Yeah. I'd be crazy to someone's flash asshole. their ass. Yeah. If it's a dude, you might see balls or you might see balls. Yeah. Penis. In fact, I think if you, if it's a dude and you're mooning, you're supposed to push your junk back through so that it's like asshole scrotum penis. So it's like the three. There's a rule. There's a I'm sorry, you didn't know about that? Nope. Okay, so I guess you wouldn't. You don't have a scrotum or penis, but uh, when you have testicles and a penis, what you do is the the moon is nice. It's it's funny to moon somebody, right? But then if you push your junk back when you bend over, then it's like it's like a triple whammy. It's like you've got to look at that. all my, and it looks funny too because it's not it's not like you're making it presentable. Like you're trying to look nice. Like like look at my sausage. You're you're more like pushing it back and like hey, look at all my shit. You know what I mean? It's 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 gross. Have you done that before? Absolutely. You like? <laughs> I thought you say absolutely not. Like this year or what are oh we talking my God. about? Like like three When's or four the- times since we moved here. No. When's the yeah, last those time guys you, out there building the when's house? When's the last time you legit did that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, 1999? 2001? Uh, something like that. So a long time ago. It's, yeah, it's been a long time. The, the, the move is not the drive-thru. Uh, the problem with the drive-thru is that you might want to come back or you might know the guy from your high school who's working the drive-thru. It's too close. Right, it's too close. They can do asshole forensics and figure out whose butt that was. They can see your your license plate as you're driving away. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's too much to connect you. People are like, uh, you live in this. You've lived in this town for the last seven and a half years, dude. I fucking know your car. You've been to this Duncan every fucking morning for the last five years. I fucking know you, bro. That makes me think of that song. Was it me? Wasn't me? It wasn't me. The yeah. Shaggy song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't me. I lent but my it was car. Your car. I lent my car to some other dude. I saw your face with yeah. me. He had the same birthmark on his ass as you do, and I know because you mooned me a year ago, dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the move when you're mooning somebody, you got to be out of town, right? So you moon someone on a road trip. Highway is best because cars move at different speeds on the highway, right? So oftentimes you will be passing by a car in a right lane that's going a little slower than you. 
and you're in the left lane or someone's driving like an asshole and they're like, they you know, kind of in the left lane. Yes, they should. They need to be mooned because you're already going. They need some negative reinforcement. They need some negative reinforcement for driving like that. Maybe they're not using their blinker because they, they drive a BMW and they're just kind of weaving in and out. And you see them in your rear view and you're like, fuck this guy. Uh, it's difficult for the driver to do. So if you're the driver, you really can't. But what you can do is you can say, hey, moon this person and start rolling the, the person's window down. And that's usually how it works for, for us at least. You know, the is driver us like males or is absolutely us, yeah. you and your your friends. Me and my friends. Yeah. yeah. But we're males, so kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, but if if you say males, it's generalizing to the whole male species. Yeah. Which and some of them you know, might be pussies. share the single brain cell, so maybe that is a there well, there have gotta be some dudes out there who are like, Yeah, I didn't mean Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. We don't like those guys. I don't know that females have the same rules of engagement. Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. So you didn't normally do- might be flash the titties. Yeah, flashing the titties is definitely a female move. Dudes can't flash titties because we don't have titties to flash. But uh the, the the tit flash is different to me. The tit flash is more of like, oh hey. Yeah, nice tits. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a compliment. It's like you're at a rock concert and it's like, I'm gonna show Mick Jagger my tits because he's 80 and this is like the only pair of titties he hasn't ever seen before mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like um you're like partying you're like yeah let me get my tits out but i've never had is- the urge except so one time me and several friends we were on a road trip and see the road trip yep and i was driving no one knows you you might as well yep and a couple of the girls flashed a car and so then they drove by us and they were like pointing at their wedding rings Oh, so like apparently we're married. they didn't appreciate or they thought we were trying to hit on them and they're like, hey, we're married or I'm not sure. Why, why do you need you- to why do you need to pull up and point at your wedding ring? Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like if you see a titty that you don't want to see because someone flashes you, you just all right, thank you. You know, okay. You know, I'm, and you keep driving. You don't you don't let me speed back up so I can get back next to him again. So I could be like, you just flashed a married man. Like they're what are they gonna feel bad about that? I know. They were just hanging their tits out. They're not gonna feel bad because you were fucking married, right? I mean yeah. I'm not sure why yeah, yeah. I'm not I, sure why they what, those what guys those guys uh, are what you call shitheads. Yeah. Uh, those guys are little bitches is what you call those. Because look, I'm driving along. A car whizzes by. Some girl is flashing. I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know, it's like that. But you're not going to catch back. up. Why? So they can flash you again? Mm-hmm. If you really hated being flashed the first time and you're so offended that you got to be like, I got a wedding ring. You don't pull up again. They're going to flash you again. And this time it's going to be like some have. giant hairy bush or ah. something. It's going to escalate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're gonna like start pulling anal beads out of their butthole in front of the in front of the window, and you're gonna be like, and "Oh god!" It at them. Yeah, if you were if you oh were god, offended by a, a booby, wouldn't it? I actually might start wearing anal beads when we go places now because so you that's, can that's, like pull it out. Yeah, so I can you do it. Pull it, it out. Of, hey, can you hold this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something splats on their windshield. I, swear I don't have COVID. <laughs> yeah, I don't have COVID. I mean, I don't AIDS, think it's but, I don't think it's passed from the butt, so you're good. I have COVID, but it's not passed rectally. So let me ask you this. How ironic would that be if we're all wearing face masks everywhere for months on end, possibly years, maybe the rest of our lives, 
And mm-hmm. and that's because we're worried about spreading COVID through our breath. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it's not spread mm-hmm. rectally. So like you can just shit everywhere. You can throw anal beads at people and it hits them in the face and they won't get COVID from your ass, mm-hmm. but they'll get it from your mouth. That is a little ironic, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, it would be. Maybe it even offers some protection from the like micro microflora in, in your large intestines. So maybe there's some bacterial protection there. Okay. Isn't that what you thought? That's what I thought. You so you think the the <laughs> you think the um you bacteria of the gut is possibly taking out the virus? Maybe. I would think it would be the hydrochloric acid of the stomach. Uh, so anything that you eat that maybe had the virus as a contaminant would be the virus would be denatured by the uh, the very low pH of the stomach acids. Mm. But it could be the bacteria forming a wall too. You know how that mm. U bacteria is in your gut. They all like, they daisy chain, they link their arms and like, you're not going to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fuck with our person. We're busy making vitamin K in his lower colon. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, I don't know, it wasn't very well thought out. I think it's still a great hypothesis for why you can't get COVID from someone's ass, but you can totally get COVID from someone's face. I mean, maybe they just haven't thought about it. I would like to think that we have experts who are thinking about everything. Sexually. So sexually transmitted COVID. I think they have to consider that people are going to uh, swipe right on Twinder. Tinder. Twinder. Twinder. I almost said Twinder. Um, Fuck, I sounded old. The Tinder. And then... One of your siblings, I believe, uses Tinder. (sighs) Uh, You must be talking about Elliot then? Yeah. Isn't that one of them that he uses? Maybe. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I know he uses one of the apps. Mm, okay. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, perhaps he did. He's the right age and demographic for that type of thing. Yeah, he, he had mentioned, and I was confused when he, or he was like, how do you think? Because I asked him, you know, how he meets his ladies. He yeah. was like, how do you think? I'm like, I honestly have no like idea. Local glory asking. hole. He was like, the, the dating stop. apps. Yeah. It's the way to do it now. I mean, that's how they order pizzas, Grubhub, fucking Uber Eats, Uber ass. Just order up some ass. Get in the car. She drives it. You just do the Venmo thing to pay her. It's weird how these kids are these days. I don't envy them. I'm glad we could do it the old-fashioned way, you and me. Through work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, meet, get drunk. Screw, get married, have kids, do it all the old-fashioned way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's how God intended. We used to meet and get drunk a lot. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> yes, we did. No and longer. Have coffee and donuts. The donuts don't have to go anywhere. In fact, it's uh, Saturday. I kind of was thinking we could make that shit happen. We could, and the petting zoo. Yeah, we got to call them to see, though, because uh, the, the COVID thing comes up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we went to a pet smart. You fine listeners, we were going to get a goldfish for the amusement of our daughter, but then we decided that her amusement was not worth $50. <laughs> All things said and done, you know, the goldfish was only like three bucks or whatever. They're cheap as fuck, but they're like, the pet smart lady is like, you're going to get at least three gallons or the goldfish is going to be miserable and get depression. And it's like, uh, do I give a fuck if a if a thirty nine cent goldfish is depressed? She did. I don't say give the, not one fuck. The smaller tanks would um, impede the quality yes, of life of yes. the fish. And so I'm worried about the quality of life of a of a a fucking fish that has three brain cells that lives for six weeks and is like three quarters of an inch. I don't. 
Costs a dollar thirty nine. I'm worried about the quality of life of a dollar thirty nine fish. Anyway, I actually at the time kind of was because I was like, we can't just buy one. We got to buy two or three. So he's got some buddies. I want there to be a small community of fish that he can talk to and shit and swim around with. I don't want it to be like one fish in a tank until he dies. So, but the tank is like twenty bucks. Then you you got to buy like you know the rocks or gravel for the bottom. You got to get at least one thing to put in the tank. Mm-hmm. As a decoration, whether it's like a plastic plant or like a little pirate ship, you got to have one, at least one thing in the tank so it's not just empty. But then you got to get fish food and you got to get the little scooper so you can scoop them out when you're changing the water and shit. This was a $50. Yeah, turn into this big thing. Yeah, it turned into this big thing. And I don't know why it had to turn. I blame the lady at PetSmart because we were just going to get a, we were going to get a little bucket and, and she put only some said fucking. one thing, but that was enough to unravel yeah. the whole plan. And we don't even know if the little person. Would give two fucks. That was the main about thing. The fish. I would pay fifty dollars for totally. the the fish, the terrarium, the everything. If. if if I had a good feeling that she was gonna be like, fuck yeah, fish. She's one years old. Yeah. So maybe she would. Maybe every morning we could make a thing of it. I could, you know, when we get up sometimes we I feed we feed her often, and then like we could make it a thing, like I did with watering the plant. I'm just like, okay, honey, come on, let's go water the plant, and we talk to the plant a little bit, and we give it a little water. Like we could do that. We could like sprinkle a little fish food in there. I could like see the fishy swimming around or whatever we name him. Mm-hmm. We could have done that, and maybe that could have grown into something. But look, when she's two, guess what? Goldfish will still be here. Yeah. So we can get a fucking and goldfish I, and, in here. And I still think she probably would have been entertained by it, but I'd rather her be requesting it. Yeah. So then, okay, cool. We'll and at least in a year, she'll be able to talk yeah. more. Like, she doesn't really talk a whole lot now. We get a lot of da, 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 and a lot of ma, 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 but not a lot of, mom, I want a goldfish. Yeah. That she would hasn't be. uttered those words yet. No, no. But I, I promise you, the day she does, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, let's go get a goldfish. If she's like, daddy, I want a goldfish. Please. That shit works on me, I'm afraid to say. That shit works on me real good. Daddy, let's go. Yes, whatever you want. Yep. Okay, let's do it. I'm a fucking sucker. I got it written on my forehead. Yes, you do. I do. I do. That's why she's going to be scared to pieces when you ever raise your voice at her. Goddamn right. God. If that ever even fucking happens. I'm sure it will. It has to. Listen to this voice. I got to raise it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I got to be like, hey. You know, like. Yeah. Like I just peeked out the. But hey, you know, I gotta, you gotta, you gotta put your foot down every now and again. You gotta make people afraid of you. I don't think you gotta do it every day. You don't wanna fuck with people every day. You want people to be comfortable, but like once a year, you gotta be like, hey, here's the reminder that I'm capable of more violence than you. (laughs) I'm, I am more capable of violence than you are. So just don't, you know, just keep that in the back of your head. It doesn't need to be at the forefront. Keep that at the back of your head. Like I can get loud and I can like, smack this table really loud and and mm-hmm. that's that should be intimidating enough so mm-hmm. i feel like uh, if if you've learned anything from listening to this episode if, if i have had any advice for you to take forward it is that you should be intimidating your family only on occasion though intimidation works intimidation is good but not every day like once mm-hmm. a year maybe twice bust it out well and the parents the kids have to have a little bit of a little bit of that fear factor yeah because yeah. it's once they get old enough to be like, I don't got to listen to what they say. Yeah, like, I don't want that nothing. to happen too I soon. remember having that thought with my parents. I was like, I don't got to listen to them. And then that's when shit got ugly. Because I became a bad, bad, bad teenager. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I never had that thought. I never had that thought of like, 
I don't got to do what you say. I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. Like I was always so fucking obedient. Well, that's good. Let's hope. Let's hope you. Let's hope Evelyn's like that. Give that to Evelyn. Yeah, I mean, I do hope so, but I was just always like, I think for me, I rationalized it too because I knew that I, I either needed or wanted things from my parents that they didn't necessarily have to provide me with. So, like when I was younger, thirteen, fourteen, I'm not working, but I would do chores, mow the lawn, etc., and I, I wanted to be remunerated for that financially. I wanted to get like an allowance. I wanted to get paid for doing chores, but I knew very well that if I, I pissed my parents off enough and I was disobedient, that then the chores would become a form of punishment and no longer any mm. reward associated mm -hmm. therewith. And I decided like, if I've got to mow the lawn, right, it, I would rather mow the lawn and get 20 bucks than piss my parents off and have to mow the lawn as punishment and no $20 because yeah. I'm still mowing the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a good um yeah, so there was a good disciplinary. I just I rationalized system. it like that. When and then when I got older it was like um yeah, I have a car, but it's not really my car. I didn't buy it. It's not registered in my name. So like yeah, I could lose those keys pretty easily if I pissed my my parents off if I was disobedient at 17 and I was you know, my parents were pretty cool with me too. Like we would talk about shit and but like if I, I knew that if I was if I was really like, well, fuck you, I don't got to listen to you. Like, I'm going to go smoke in the back. You know, like I just knew, like, yeah, maybe I could push it. But at the same time, I didn't want to upset my parents. I really didn't want to upset my mom. I, I still don't like upsetting my mom. Um, sorry about all the F words in this episode, mom. Sorry I shit at the school. Um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, like I was always just kind of afraid of that. So hopefully Evelyn will will sort of rationalize it the same way and, and she'll think I don't want to upset my mom or my dad and I don't like it when they're they're upset with me or disappointed in me and I want to do the right thing. And I, so it's like for me, I always just knew like I want to do well in school because not just because it makes my mom happy, but it's like that's the way to a prosperous future. At least I thought, you know, mm -hmm. I want to draw. I mean, I had a couple friends who dropped out. You know, mm -hmm. I have friends who just dropped out of school. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're 16 and you you haven't been to high school in a year. And what are you doing? You're making, I mean, back then this is the nineties. I'm like, you're, you're lucky to be getting seven twenty five an hour. What are you doing? That's your life now. Like you're going to live another 60, 70 years making seven twenty five an hour. It just, it always struck me as, as insane. So like all of the things they wanted me to do, I kind of also, like I saw the, in, I saw the incentive in doing so. And that's why I have all these degrees and I'm um, sitting in a basement. Well, but I think that's, that was you. And I would, I would argue it's probably a split, right? Because I, I went down the other path. Yes, I you did. skipped a lot you of school. I was grounded all the time. I smoked cigarettes. I smoked pot. I like yeah. argued with my parents. And you still made more money than me. Especially my mom, you know? It's, so it's almost like... You can go, I don't know. I don't know what the, and my sister didn't go down that path. She went no. down the very Goody two shoes. straight and narrow and, and didn't do the rebellion. So I wonder what sets somebody up, like why does, what really predicts which path they'll go down. Cause you can, you know, be raised yeah. and my brother didn't go through a rebellion, although he smoked pot and cigarettes, but he never went through like the the issues with my parents, you know, they they just got a yeah. they you know just did their thing and it was fine. So I wonder what it is. I wonder you know? if it's like a middle child syndrome. 
I don't, I wasn't the middle child though. Are you the youngest? I thought you were older than your sister. Because if you're so older than your be... sister, then technically you're the middle child because PJ is the oldest. So if you're older than Angela. But we're twins. Yeah, so you're not much older than Angela. You wouldn't be much older than Angela. But. So maybe it kind of was because I feel like I was like in her shadows. I think that I, it was doesn't part have of, to be. That was part of like the issues of my yeah. growing up was like, so maybe it was. I think you had sort of the middle child thing going because PJ is obviously the oldest. Plus, he's the only boy. So he's sort of the carrying on the Melanson name and he's sort of, he's the firstborn male son in most cultures. That's at least, I mean, even here, it's not as huge as it is in China or some shit, but even here it's like subconsciously, it's like, this is the male heir. You know what I mean? He's kind of a position of, of like a authority, but then the youngest gets a lot of attention too. And I think oftentimes that middle child feels a little bit like, they're neither the oldest firstborn nor the young, cute, squishy. You know what I mean? Well, they don't and I get... think my sister was more dominant, so it wasn't yeah. cute, squishy. I think she's the more look at me, look at me, I look at me, look at me. Yeah, I wouldn't describe Angela as cute or squishy. No, so she's, she's like very look the, at me. Look at me. I'm I'm forefront. So that yeah, could be. This is the Angela but show. I would I would I would wager that that's probably not always the case. You know, you yeah. might have two people and. Some, you know. Yeah. No, I, I get what you mean, but I think. It could account for some of it. Yeah. It could account for some of it. Mm-hmm. Some of your bullshit. Yeah. I just, I always just wonder like what makes somebody go down the path. Yeah. Of, you know. The path to the dark side. Which, yeah. What what makes them do that? Yeah. And then some people just don't. Like it's like resilience or, I don't know. Like some kids grow up in real shitty situations and they're fine. They yeah. never even go down that path. Like I'm yeah. thinking of one of my good friends. Um, she had an alcoholic mom, Oof. no dad. Oof. And she just busted her ass because she just didn't want yeah. that. Alcoholic mom stuff. and no dad sounds like teen pregnancy to me, but she yeah. did her thing and yeah. she's. Yeah. She's doing really, really well. She's good. Yeah. She got pregnant at 20. Great. No teen pregnancy. No, preg- no pregnancy. No teen pregnancy. Yeah. Good but thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's a lot of individual variants as well. Like the, the ears, there are certain, um, maybe there are certain things that are like uh, like family or society that might sort of like predispose you to a certain outcome, but they don't dictate it because you still have nature, control nature. over your, Yeah. So it's that it's that balance between the yin and yang of nature yeah. nurture. Yeah. There's this book I never finished reading it. Um but uh, what was it? It was Outliers. Yeah. Where it's looking at what Malcolm are, Gladwell, right? Yeah. Yeah, what are the yeah. characteristics of these I'm a well-learned individual. Yeah, these really um uh successful people uh, Which is pro- us. Professional athletes, yeah. like those type of people. Like why were they able to rise to to the top? Yeah. And a lot of it um, is looking at kind of um, uh, like the, the um, not coincidental, but just- like Circumstantial? Yes, yeah, circumstantial, okay. that they were basically in the right place at the right time yeah. on multiple occasions. Yeah that basically built this path for them to get the unique opportunities um, and lead them 
to, you know, to that really higher echelon of people. That's what they mean when they say that the stars aligned. Yes. That there are like multiple variables that all kind of have to be in place. But if they are all in place, then someone is able to really accomplish something incredible. You yes. know, I mean, it's like you have to have the talent, like for the professional athletes. I mean, you have to have uh, the athletic, um, you know, physique. You have to have the mm-hmm. athletic ability, the talent. But then you also have to have a few nurtured. Things. Yeah, it has to be nurtured. Like if you have, if you a, if you have like a good genetic ability for like athleticism, but then you have a parent who's also like, hey, I recognize that you're good at this, and let's foster your your skills. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you even have a parent that pushes you. Like Tiger Woods's dad wasn't just like, oh, Tiger seems to like golf. Let's see if he can do. Tiger's dad was like, fuck you, go hit the, go swing the fucking golf club for eight hours and don't come in until you, until you do. You hit 10 birdies today or I'm going to punch you in the nuts, son. And he's all like, but dad, I'm only eight. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, so some of, sometimes the circumstances are really quite like uh, an overbearing parent who maybe another parent, like one of us, I don't think either one of us would push Evelyn to be like, you're going to be a... Uh, a world-renowned pianist or cello player. I'm going to beat you with the with the stick. You're going to practice cello for three hours every mm-hmm. night. Like I don't see us being right. that domineering. Right. Yeah. But it does seem that you know sometimes that results or is necessary yeah. for for those really you know at the top of the pecking order or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. It just made me think of that because we're outliers. <laughs> this podcast is an outlier. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. Go Blue Chew. <clears throat> Go Blue Chew. Uh, we have a link in our show notes. Please click the link in our show notes to uh, make purchase of some Blue Chew. Blue Chew is, uh, of course, it's chewable. It is a um, either a prescription sildenafil or tadalafil, depending on which you choose. Of course, those are the medications found in Viagra and Cialis, respectively. Those are erectile dysfunction meds, and um, or just for a good time, or just you know what they are for a good Extra time. Extra good time. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna say to the listener right now is that if you're okay with a four star erection, if you're all right with 85% hard. I mean, if that's if that's your game, then cool. You do you. I'm not telling you what to do, especially with your wiener. I would not presume. But if you if you have a partner that you love, 85% is not good enough. You don't want to give that person a four-star erection. You want a five-star boner. You want to have 100% hardness. And I'm telling you right now, if you're not on Blue Chew, I'm going to say this. If you don't click the link in my show notes and you don't proceed to order some Blue Chew, then I don't think you really love your partner. I don't think you really love your boner. I don't think you really care about your your sexual health. I think you're doing things half-assed, and I think you need to re uh, reconsider your priorities in life, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you need to reprioritize your wiener. You need to, you need to get wiener. your wiener. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah. I think people need to say wiener more. I think it's a, it's not as offensive or crude in conversation as like dick or like as like oddly sexual as like cock. I think wiener is just kind of, it's a little funny. It makes it kind of cute. Like it's not threatening anymore. So, um, I want everybody to please, uh, click the link in the show notes. Um, uh, erectile dysfunction medications can actually be quite expensive too. If you go through your doc, if you go through the the, the pharmacy and stuff, you're really you're going to pay like 15 bucks a pill. Uh, so the Blue Chew, obviously, w- 
way better deal than that, please click the link in our show notes and uh, you will get the best price on prescription sildenafil or tadalafil. Um, you won't regret it. Your boner will be at 100%. You will be fully expressing your five-star love for your partner. Please click the link in our show notes. It supports us. And it's also it also proves to your partner that you love them. If you're not chewing a blue chew before uh, nailing your partner, then I don't know what to tell you. You just must not like life. My child is standing up in her crib, according to the monitor. So uh, it's been an hour has been an hour right on the dot. We're going to call it. This is a very special episode, honey. I really, really loved being able to talk to you again on this this podcast. It feels like old times. It does feel like old times. Uh, do you have any final words, any final thoughts for our guests, you, or uh, excuse me, for our uh, listeners? Do you want to tell our listeners anything before we bounce, motherfuckers? Missed you. Oh, she missed you guys. Party Naked Pod on all the socials. Follow us. We love you. We'll see you next week, bitches. Low voice, I was in the crib when my balls dropped Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? I'm about to head to my house, you should do the same I know you like the way I rap, how I spit game Got you coming bad like I'm crack cocaine Yeah.